settling is not an option for me. Everything I desire is already mine. What if you can have it all? Because every day is for the girls. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of For the Girls. I'm your host, Victoria Alario. And today, we are talking all about how to bring out and unleash your inner high-maintenance baddie, okay? This topic came to be because I did a Q&A on Instagram the other day and somebody said to me, how can I still be high maintenance and, you know, hold my standards high when I have, I think she said like a low paying job or a minimum wage. That's what she said, a minimum wage job. And first I felt sad because no one should feel like their job defines who they are. Of course, you can want success and it could be very important to you and you might not be happy with where you are. I think that we have all felt that way on some level of like, okay, wait, I'm not in the position I want to be in yet. I'm not making the money I want to make. But at the end of the day, no matter where you are in your life, it's not to say that you have to alter your personality around it. You don't have to lower your standards for the the way that you act or the way that you want people to act around you because you're not exactly proud of your job or you have a low paying job the it, it personality and personal things is is you your job is not you your income is not you now I will tell you if you listen to my podcast that you can achieve anything that you want if you want it bad enough, if you work hard enough for it, and if you stay disciplined. You can listen to any of my business-focused, mindset-focused podcast topics and you will hear that I'm like queen of no excuses, get it done. But at the end of the day, you could still be whoever the motherfuck you want to be and no one has to know what your job is, what your income is. Do you realize that some of the most spoiled feminine like women that we see on the internet, like that we desire to have their lifestyle are not even employed? Do you know that? A lot of them have their lives financed by men. Uh, a partner like a boyfriend a fiance a husband or just sugar daddies which is still totally fine either way I'm not discrediting them as people but I am saying that you don't have to stress your income when you will see that some of the most divine feminine luxurious women that we see living their best lives online do not even have an income and have men sponsor their lives and I know so many girls who have sugar daddies or men who spoil them and they don't even have to do anything in return they just get to be (laughs) their lovely self and I have not uh, brought myself to that way of life however I totally respect it and I think it is wonderful so with all of that being said my point is is that no one gives a shit what your job is And it has no indication on how people should treat you. And I actually think it was Mariah in my podcast episode. uh, What was the name of it? It's like Chasing Happiness, Not Boys. It's with Mariah of um, Little Words Project. Yes. And she was saying waiters, waitresses, Starbucks workers, you know, baristas, people who work 
at these low-paying jobs or, or what have you, these are essential workers. So if someone wants to make fun or whatever and be like, oh, you work at Starbucks or you work here, you work there. Like, okay, then who's going to serve you Starbucks? Who's going to work at the drive-thru when you pull up? Who is going to serve you your meal when you go to a restaurant? Like, how are you going to make fun of or look down on these people when these are the people that you literally rely on for your everyday activities these are essential workers in day-to-day lifestyle and and things that we do like you can't you literally how are you going to make fun of a retail worker if you go shopping at the mall if you go shopping in stores who's gonna ring you up who's gonna work at the store you'd be pretty perplexed if no one was working right so I want people to realize that their job does not define them be great at anything and everything you do. Go above and beyond at anything and everything that you do and do it with pride and integrity. And that's truly all that matters. Um, yeah, I just, I really wanted to make that clear today because I feel like a lot of people need to hear that. And I, I hope that that could help somebody. But with all of that being said, no matter what your job is, no matter how successful you are, no matter how much money is in the bank, you can be a high maintenance baddie, okay? And I know that you guys hear me talk about this on social media, on TikTok. If you guys listen to Coco, who I interviewed once, who she's all about high maintenance and high standards, um we're actually doing another interview this week I just realized yes guys Coco is coming up again we are doing our second interview for for the girls this week anyway I don't want to get off topic but stay tuned for that my point is is that if you are listening here you are familiar with this whole high maintenance chat and this is not new to you and what I want to make super clear is that all you have to do is decide today that these are your standards. These are This is the way that you want to live. However, you have to hold yourself to the standards that you want to receive. And you have to think about maintenance as care. And that's about it. Maintenance is care. So what what is maintenance to you? Oh, I don't like to do my hair because it requires so much maintenance. Well, that's caring for your hair. Getting a good hair care routine using amazing products and restoring your hair and getting that shine and styling your hair, blow drying, curling, straightening, whatever. All of that is caring for your hair. The health of it, the look of it, the style of it. So the more maintenance that you put into something, the more that you care for it, the more that you give it a little TLC and the better it looks or the better it feels. So I want you all to think about that as the start. If you want to be someone who is high maintenance and exudes high maintenance energy, yes, it starts at the surface. And I know some people get like funny when you tell them, you know, do your hair and makeup and wear a nice outfit. They say, oh, it's not all about the surface. Well, then you're already missing step number one on how to really honor your high maintenance energy because there's nothing bad or wrong with maintenance it simply just means that you care so get yourself a good hair care routine and actually do your hair 
Don't let your hair get greasy and oily and walk around with it looking like a wet mess unless you're going to do the slicked back look. If you guys know that clean girl aesthetic is going very viral this year. So what we're doing is styling our hair, blowing it out, curling it, whatever. And it'll look like that for however many days until your hair gets oily and whatever gets dirty and then we slick it back until we can wash it if you can't be washing your hair all the time and you have to let it get oily then you slick it back out of the face nice and clean throw hairspray throw hair gel in there no one will know that it is oiled up but all that matters is that it looks nice and neat and put together Get yourself an everyday makeup routine. That does not mean that every single day you need to put on foundation, concealer, contour, the whole entire thing. However, my favorite, favorite, favorite product is the Charlotte Tilbury Flawless Filter. It is not a foundation, but it's also not a primer. It's like a step between primer and foundation. And it is, it's light, but it truly is a flawless <laughs> filter. Like it smooths out your skin. You will look, you will just feel so good without having a full face of makeup on. And yeah, like put on a layer of that. Get your skin looking nice and glowy. Maybe put some highlight on your cheekbones. Maybe a little bit of blush. I love blush I feel like blush is such an underrated product but it gives you like dimension to your face and it just like brightens you up and the cheekbones and whatever maybe a little bit of bronzer and go on your merry way you do not need to have layers of makeup on every day however you will just feel so like you look good you feel good when you walk out and walk around throughout the day with your hair done okay and your makeup done okay rather than messy unbrushed hair and no makeup on at all and then you want to get into having like a signature scent I have like three scents that I am absolutely obsessed with that I wear literally all the time one is uh Le Labo Santal 33 one is Baccarat Rouge what is the other one it's like Maison let me look. Hold on. I just wrote this to somebody. It's Maison Louis Marie, number four. And then I don't know how to pronounce the rest. It's in French. It's like Bois, like B-O-I-S-D-D-E. Balancourt, B-A-L-I-N-C-O-R-U-T. Jeez Louise. Okay, so those are the three perfumes that I wear, like literally every single day I also wear YSL Libre I like that one I don't wear it as much but I do have it and yeah that's those are mine so you just you have your scents one or two whatever signature scents that you wear all the time and again you'll feel great if you're anything like me and you are having a like sweating problem where you feel like regular deodorant is just not cutting it for you. I recently started using men's. Yes, men's. I am using Old Spice deodorant these days. Let me tell you something. I started going the like natural deodorant route a couple of years ago. And I felt like I fucking stunk. And I'm like, this is disgusting. Like I just like, I, I don't feel clean. I don't feel like I smell nice. And I am not about to be, I never want to be in someone's presence and then they go and they're like, she smelled. 
Like, imagine, guys, literally imagine being around people and them being like, what's that smell? And they, like, can't figure out what the smell is. And then it hits everyone that it's you. And they're like, oh, my God, Vic has B.O. It's her. And then they tell people that you smelled. Oh, yeah, she was really nice, but I have to tell you, she stunk. Stop. Absolutely fucking stop. So I went back to regular deodorant. I did not give a shit anymore. Give me the aluminum. I don't care. So I was using, like, Dove, whatever. And then, yeah, I just, I still felt like I was, like, sweaty and it wasn't really, like, combating or preventing, like, sweat which I know that deodorant doesn't necessarily do that because it's literally deodorant it's just meant to kind of like smell nice but still I remember the days where using deodorant would help me from sweating not just coat my sweat in a smell so whatever I realized that it was just too moisturizing so like my armpits legitimately felt wet even with deodorant on it was just like annoying so I talked about that and every girl was like, girl, men's deodorant. You're never going to find moisturizer in men's deodorant. It's going to be nice and dry. So I've been using Old Spice and it's not just like masking the smell. It's actually like drying out my armpit. So had to share that. Get yourself good deodorant, smell nice. And another thing on the surface you know have your nails done and if you're not going to have them done at least have them clean you know cut and file let them look nice and sharp I'm I've been doing like a nude color nail for literally ever sometimes people think I don't have my nails done but then when you actually look at them you're like oh my god they're so like chic and just like it's my natural nails I don't have any tips on I just have um like a, a Japanese gel it's a builder gel and I'm loving it what else for the surface other than that it's really just your your wardrobe staple pieces in your wardrobe it could be jeans and a white t-shirt with white sneakers it could be you know a simple long dress which let me just say I just got yesterday the skims dress well I can't think of the actual name of the dress but if you know you know I finally got my hands on it it sells out within five minutes every single time that it comes out like literally every single time so I have missed it every single time and yesterday it came back in and within five minutes I ordered the black and the gray one and they're just perfect like staple basic dresses that you could wear literally all the time so Get yourself a clean, staple wardrobe. Don't follow trends. Don't do bulk buying on Shein. Just get yourself some nicer pieces that you can wear for years to come. Things that you feel confident and comfortable in. No matter how dressy or casual it is, your closet could have 15 items total in it. And that could be enough because you could keep, you know, you could dress it up, you could dress it down. With that being said... I officially launched, well not launched, let me back up. I officially announced the launch of my soon-to-be brand, Vixen the Label. And I am really excited. If you guys missed that, it is tagged in my Instagram bio. It's literally Vixen the Label, like Vic is in me. So V-I-C-S-E-N, the label. What I will say 
is that the first drop is not going to be what you expect, I'm sure. But all of my collections will be different. I'm just going to be doing a bunch of small collections, a bunch of small drops and all different launches and everything will be different. And my overall goal for Vixen, which we will talk about more when it's getting closer to the actual release date, is that I want it to be elevated basics basically like the basics but nice that you can wear forever I don't want my pieces to blow your mind I don't want you to look at my pieces as like oh my god I need that dress blah 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 like like for like like uh, an extravagant style type of thing I want you to look at them and say I would wear that all the time or I could wear this every day and that's my goal so they are going to always be timeless basics but with amazing quality so that you can wear it literally all the time and that is the goal for vixen the label so it will be out probably around maybe like october it is going to be a fall winter 2022 launch I can't give an exact date, but it is coming around the corner. We will be wrapping up soon. So follow Vixen the Label on Instagram and stay tuned with updates for that. So that whole spiel is all on like the surface and things of that sort because we have to get that out of the way first. When you love how you look, then you feel great. And that is step one to really honoring your divine feminine high maintenance self. So now what? What do we do after all of that? How can one feel high maintenance throughout everything that they do in life? Now you have to show up as the person that you truly envision yourself as. The dream version of you. The 2.0 version of you. Go the places that your 2.0 version would go. Walk the way that your 2.0 version would walk and talk the way your 2.0 version would talk. Make friends that she would be friends with and date people she would date. Also, treat people the way that she wants to be treated. And we've been learning that since we are literal children. But... I feel like it's something that we forget as we get older. You don't want a toxic this or that, but you're toxic back. You don't want people to give you mixed messages, like mixed signals, but you give mixed messages and mixed signals. You want people to show up on time and be respectful of you and your time. And then you're late to, you know, certain events and, You have to remember and realize like, okay, why did I attract that certain thing? Why did I attract another toxic relationship? Or why did I attract friends who aren't exactly nice to me? Why did I attract people who are not respectful of my time? And it's not to say that we are held responsible for the way that people act, obviously like People could be assholes and you could be totally not deserving of that at all. But let's also hold ourselves accountable and realize the reality of 
karma. There's good karma and bad karma. So you'll notice that there are certain people who you're like, they always get what they want. That girl always has the dream boyfriend and always lives the dream life. Why, why, why? Now let's really step back and reflect. She dates the people that her highest self would date. She's friends with people that her highest self would date. She treats people the way she wants to be treated. She might be very kind. She might be very generous. When you say, why does this person always get showered in gifts? They must be generous and have a generous energy. And they also must have a very grateful feminine energy and nurturing energy where they want to take care of someone in love and support. Maybe not necessarily in finances and in money, but the divine masculine with high standards who's high maintenance is going to, yes, shower their high maintenance divine feminine in presence and things of that sort. So start to realize that the energy that you're putting out is going to determine what you attract. So now going back to that person who said, how can I be or feel high maintenance if I have a low paying job? You're already putting out into the world, you know, I'm a minimum wage worker. So you're like aligning yourself with minimum wage lifestyle and minimum wage friends and minimum wage energy and minimum wage mindset and actions and behaviors and attitudes and outfits and this and that so you're aligning yourself with that just based on how you're speaking out loud and how you're referring to yourself start shopping at the stores that you feel people of the caliber that you want to be at would go shopping at like your 2.0 version of you and start going to the gym that you feel your 2.0 version would be at I just started going to Equinox. I don't know if I've mentioned this. I can't remember if I mentioned it in any of my podcasts, but I know I've talked about it on TikTok. I just started going to Equinox in Hudson Yards. I went there yesterday for six hours, you guys. People are like, I can't believe you would go to a gym like that and you live in Jersey and you got to pay to take the ferry and go into the city every day. First things first, it, it, I timed it. I timed my entire commute yesterday. Door to door, my apartment to Equinox is 21 minutes. It took me five minutes to walk to the ferry. The ferry ride was six minutes. And then, I don't know how long the walk was (laughs) after that. Wait, why can't I do the math? 10 minutes, I guess. Yeah, five, six, that's 11, 10. Yeah, so I guess the walk from the ferry to the gym was like 10 minutes. I arrived at like 11:36 something of the sort. My math might not be mathing, but whatever. Either way, yesterday we figured it out and it was exactly 21 minutes door to door. 5 minutes walking, 6 minutes on the boat, and then a few minutes again of walking off the boat to the gym. No cars necessary, no taxis necessary. So point point blank already off the jump, it's actually not a bad commute. It's a very normal commute for people who are like in the New Jersey, New York area that go back and forth. And The gym is filled with people that I want to be around. I'm not even thinking about the price of the gym because not only am I getting a gym out of it, but it is an amazing community for networking. And there's so much more to it as well. 
Like I went to the pool yesterday up there, the rooftop pool at Hudson Yards for so long. So I got to the gym at 11.36 yesterday, did what I had to do. By 12 o'clock, I started working out. I worked out for two hours. I worked out till 2 p.m. And then I went, put on my bathing suit, went upstairs and sat at the pool, got lunch, hung out, talked to some people, and I stayed until 5.30. I posted a video of myself walking out of the gym at 5.30, going back to the ferry. So I literally stayed there for six hours yesterday. And I am surrounded by people who are much more successful than me. And of course, some people that are much less successful than me. But either way, my point is, is that I'm surrounded by people I want to be around. I want to make friends with these people or these are the guys that I would date. And it's just the type of environment that I feel my highest self in. There was never anything wrong with the last place that I worked out, but I worked out solo with the trainer. So in the studio, it was just us. And you know, there's no like machines and things like that. So yes, I was working out and my trainer was good. There's not a bad thing that I could say about it. But I'm like, I really want to be in a gym with machines. Like I want to have so many different options of workouts to do. And not just do like, you know, my own body weight type of workouts. I I really want to elevate. But now my options of the gym, like here in Hoboken is like Planet Fitness, um, retro fitness and no offense to anyone who goes to either of those places. I used to go to Planet Fitness when I was younger, but that's just not the the scene that I want to be at. So if that means taking the ferry into the city to be around the scene I want to be at to work out at Equinox, then that's just what it's going to have to mean for me. And I'm loving it. I think it is worth every penny. I think it is worth the time. And it is me stepping into, again, that next level of me. Aside from shopping in the gym, go to restaurants that your 2.0 version would go. Bars. Like, what bars are you hanging out at? Are you hanging out at college bars, dive bars with like, you know, just basic ripped jeans and Converse sneakers and you know little tank tops like that was all fun yeah when I was 21 22 but then when I got to the age of like okay I want to be seen as high maintenance I want to wear heels I want to wear dresses I want to feel you know good when I go out I want to have to get dressed up then those are not the places you're gonna go anymore you have to go somewhere that has a dress code You know, you have to go somewhere that requires you to book a reservation, not just walking in and out as you please, because it's like way too casual, you know? So go places that it's almost a requirement to dress up and wear heels. And also in general, don't force yourself to go places that you don't even want to go at all. Like, I actually just posted a video on TikTok talking about this and this is a very big tip for single people. So if you're single, for example, and you want to meet guys, you know, in person, not online, you don't want to use dating apps, but you don't want to meet a guy at the club, you don't like going clubbing, it's not fun for you, you don't really like to drink, yet you go to the club because guys are there and you're like I might meet someone there 
But why would you go hoping to meet someone at the club and forcing yourself to go there when you don't even enjoy it? And that is not high maintenance, high standards energy. A woman who knows her value and her standards is going to only put herself in places that she truly wants to be at and she's going to enjoy herself everywhere she goes. She's not going to force herself to go sit at a stinky club with sweaty people and smoke all up in her face if she does not want to. No offense if you do like the club scene, but moral of the story is you could apply it to anywhere. If the shoe fits, add it to that situation. If you do not want to go somewhere, do not force yourself to go somewhere because the woman who really knows herself and is confident in herself will know that I could attract whatever I am looking to attract anywhere I go. So I might as well go only the places that I enjoy myself and not put myself at the club because I have this scarcity mindset. Remember, a woman of high maintenance has an abundant mindset. She knows that she can attract. She knows that she can meet people no matter what. She knows that people will enjoy her energy and enjoy her company. So she's not going to be afraid like, oh, I haven't met anybody this week. I guess I should go to the club since there's more guys there. Like you're not going to start to get like desperate and nitpicky of like, okay, I didn't meet enough people this week. So let me go put myself at the club. No, everything happens in divine timing. So really begin to channel that like effortless, Everything I want wants me back. I have no problem attracting people anywhere I go. I'm only going to go places I want to go type of energy. And you will feel so good on a regular basis. One of my podcast episodes is with Crystal Iram. She is a love and manifestation coach. And she gives this whole spiel on like a woman who is of high value or a woman who is the most confident is a woman who is easy to love and easy to lose. And what that means is that when you're easy to love, it's because you love and you love your life and you're happy and you're fun to be around and you're a good vibe to be around and you're not giving people resting bitch face looks and you're smiling at people and you're making conversation with people and you just love life you are easy to love because you love life and a woman who is easy to lose which is one and the same with the woman who is easy to love is a woman who has high standards and a woman of high maintenance so she's easy to lose because she's not afraid to keep her standards high. She's not afraid to take care of herself. She's not afraid to say no. She's not afraid to reject things and people and places that she does not want in her life. She's not afraid to be honest and communicate. She's not afraid to stay in one night, to have a self-care night. She's easy to lose because she just knows her value. She knows her worth and... Anyone who doesn't meet her where she's at can just scurry along and can just keep it moving. So if you are easy to love and easy to lose, you love life 
and you are just happy with who you are and you're confident with who you are and you keep your standards high and you are not afraid of being high maintenance and quite frankly you love being high maintenance because you love spoiling yourself you love taking care of yourself when someone tells you that you're high maintenance you say thank you not like no I'm not you're like thank you for noticing how well I maintain myself thank you for noticing that I'm well kept and well groomed and I give myself the finer things in life thank you for noticing that I treat myself like a motherfucking queen honestly that is what people are telling you when you're high maintenance it's not an insult if you think think it's an insult that people are saying you're high maintenance you are very 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 wrong I would be insulted if someone said I was low maintenance. I would feel like someone, and this is actually something I learned from Coco too on that podcast episode. I would actually feel like someone is telling me I haven't done my hair. Oh, do you, you know when someone says to you, oh, you have no makeup on? You look so tired. And you're like, I do have makeup on. <laughs> like that's how I would feel if someone was saying, I'm low maintenance. I would feel like they're basically telling me that I do not put any TLC into myself and that I just, oh yeah, you're so easy to maintain. You require nothing. Like I require nothing. I require everything. So you better be calling me high maintenance. But we are not finished yet. What are some other things that we can do to tap into our high maintenance energy? Well, We can pick up some hobbies or enjoy things that we just do on our lonesome by ourselves. This way, we don't really put value or stock. We don't put any stock into attention. We don't care about attention. People will be asking us all the time for our time. They'll be asking us to go here, go there all the time. And when you have really nothing else going on, you're more likely to say yes because you're bored, you got nothing else happening. But if you're anything like me, when I'm reading a good book, I don't care where you ask me to go, what you ask me to do. I am busy until I finish that book. So the answer will be no. So get into something like reading or listening to podcasts. You could even listen to audiobooks. If you listen to podcasts, and if you're listening to me right now, then... I'm sure you do. You can listen to books on Audible. I love the Audible app. It's how I do prefer to listen to books so that I could finish them like quickly because I love reading. I I think above everything, I love opening a paperback book and reading it. But I can't sit home and read all day physically, you know, a book. So when I go out, and do what I got to do throughout my day, I'm listening to the book on Audible the whole entire time. So I am, you know, getting through the book. And that is, reading is just such a big hobby for me, as well as writing, like journaling, anything. You could journal about the day that you had. You could journal about your feelings. You could journal about the food that you are cooking or eating today and how it made you feel. That's also very important when it comes down to this high standards, high maintenance lifestyle. You take care of your body. You take the vitamins that you need to take every single day. You eat, I don't have to say healthy, healthy, but you eat well. 
in one way or another, we all, you know, eat what we want to eat, whether it's pasta, pizza, sushi, burritos, tacos. I, I really don't care what you choose to eat, but eat well for the most part. Somebody of somebody who knows their worth and knows their value cares about the things that they put into their body. So they pay attention to that. And you could become very conscious of how you feel when you eat. So by, by journaling about it, you could write down every single meal that you ate that day and then document how you feel that night or how you felt the next day. Did I get bloated today? Did I break out from this meal? Did I feel fatigued from this meal? And this way you'll kind of know what foods you like, what foods you don't like, what foods make you feel good, what foods don't make you feel good. And then this way you can really fill up your your diet throughout the week with whatever made you feel best and then you'll just feel great all week and energized and you know not bloated and whatever the case is so those are things that you could journal but really I mean you can you can journal about literally anything and everything your dreams your aspirations your inspirations what made you feel bad today or what made you feel exceptionally good or even journal about what really stood out to you that happened to somebody else that you're like okay this is something that I'm adding now to my list of qualities that I'm looking for in a partner or I'm adding this to the vision that I have for my future relationship you know you really want to journal and write about anything that your heart desires and put that pen to paper because it makes it so much more real I don't know if you guys have ever heard that I think it might be like seven times they say anything that you think about anything that you internalize when you put pen to paper and write about it it makes it seven times more real I feel like the number seven is sticking out to me but it could be any number it just makes it so much more real when you actually write about it and I think that journaling is a very big form of keeping myself busy and productive and feeling good and allowing me to not really value attention. My value is fully in myself and things that I enjoy. And reading and writing is just one and two of hundreds and hundreds of hobbies that you could take on. Are you an artist? Do you like to draw? Do you like to paint? Are you a stylist? Do you like decor home decor clothing decor are you a chef do you like to cook are you a a content creator do you like to make videos for social media there's just so many different things that you could be doing on a daily basis fitness could be one of them any sort of hobby that you really enjoy that you don't really have a desired result or goal with it it's just simply something that you do for fun whether it's knitting, creating clothes, you know, like sewing. There's just so much. You could make candles, you guys. I'm looking at I'm looking around the room to see what else there is. You could create literal candles. You can get ma- uh, wax melters and make candles, get some wick. You can really get into crystals and I have a bunch of crystals in front of me so you could literally buy crystals and do whatever you do with crystals. (laughs) Moral of the story is there are just so many things that you can get into and hobbies that you can pick up and things that you can enjoy so you put all the value in yourself 
and you begin to show up every single day as the 2.0 version of you. Every single day, you are channeling your higher self, the highest version of you. You're going to go the places she would go, date the people she would date, be friends with the people that you'd be friends with, dress the way that she would dress, walk and talk the way that she would walk and talk. And everything begins to fall into place. With all of this being said, I have a question for you all. So as you know, I have been doing consulting. I have been having so much fun. A lot of you have been reaching out. And also just in general, a lot of you have been messaging me on Instagram, letting me know that this podcast has helped you so, so, so much. So if you have not yet inquired about consulting with me, Now is the time to do so because if this podcast helps you so much when I'm talking to everyone generally, then imagine me speaking with you specifically and helping you on your specific situation. So I do offer one-on-one consulting with anyone really who is looking for guidance in my area of expertise. However, I thought about and this is where the question comes into play, opening and starting courses, almost like a For the Girls Academy. And my question is, if you all would be interested in a course, or let me tell you what I had in mind. So I'm thinking if I were to start For the Girls Academy, and pretty much two different courses are what come to mind. One would be like back to basics in business 101, where I could help literally anyone, any sort of business, whether you are in an online business like network marketing, or you're launching a retail store, or you're a hairstylist or a makeup artist, anyone who is branding themselves or starting a business, building a clientele, Literally, you could apply the same information to any any business model. It really doesn't matter, even if you're an independent contractor. That would be one of the courses. But the other would be on things like we spoke about today. And this would be a Queens of Confidence course. And it would be really about self-love, confidence, embracing your divine feminine energy, literally anything that could allow you to step into your higher self. My goal for the business one would be for people to come out of it knowing exactly how to really build an audience, a a captivated long-term audience for a sustainable business. And the other would be about you truly just like investing into yourself to become the highest version of you and to become an untouchable, unbreakable, unstoppable version of you. And it would be all things personal. So one course would be more professional and one course would be more personal. I probably would not be doing them at the same time, but I those are the two that I think I would eventually roll out. So my question to you is, would you be interested in taking a course like this on Zoom with me? It would definitely be, you know, an investment, but things like this would get my like 100% time, attention, commitment, dedication. I would go above and beyond to make this amazing for you all. This would be like a live course on Zoom, not just pre-recorded 
stuff that I can just send to anyone whenever. It would genuinely be me and you guys in like a class, you know, on a weekly basis or a bi-weekly basis and just really going all in on giving you everything that I possibly have and making this the best investment that you've ever made. And I would be very confident on that. I would make sure that every dollar was well spent. So if you can, message me on Instagram and let me know your thoughts. Which course would you take? Would you be interested in the Queens of Confidence? Would you be interested in the back to basics of business? What sounds more your speed? Are you someone looking to commit to becoming the best version of you or building the best business you could? Are you willing to invest in yourself? And just give me some feedback so I can sort of see how many people would be interested in this. And if I get, you know, a decent amount of interest, girls, oh my gosh, we are going to absolutely have the best time of our lives finishing off 2022. I can't believe I'm even saying that, but we are halfway through the year. Finishing off 2022 just feeling remarkable and getting into 2023 oh my gosh your life would be changed forget it so let me know your thoughts on that share your feedback with me and that is all i have for today so thank you all so much for joining me this week until next time girls